Have you always wanted to write a grant to gather STEM supplies, but not sure where to get started? What is the process? What should you say? And how do you even get the materials? Today, I am talking with Brittany Walker, who is the Senior Community Engagement Associate at Donors Choose, and she is giving you all the insight to answer all of your questions. In this episode, we will discuss what Donors Choose is and how to get started, types of project ideas, and tips to be successful when writing a grant through their platform. Speaking from experience, if you haven't used Donors Choose before, this is an excellent resource to use as a teacher when it comes to gathering supplies for your classroom. You're really going to love this episode and all of the helpful tips, and I can't wait for you to listen. Welcome to the Elementary STEM Coach Podcast, a show that'll help you with lesson ideas, systems, and actionable tips to apply to your classroom. I am your host, Naomi Meredith, a former classroom teacher turned current STEM teacher and coach. With over a decade of experience teaching and a master's degree in STEM leadership, I am here to coach you throughout the year to help you gain back more time to create innovative experiences for your students. Grab your earbuds and let's get started. Well, thank you so much, Brittany, for being here today. I am so excited to have you. And I know that um, our teacher audience will be really happy to hear from you too. So it's funny because you have a really interesting background in teaching and um, I'm happy and excited to hear about that. So if you wouldn't mind telling us more about yourself, your background, and then what your role is at Donors Choose. Of course. Um, So I'm so excited to be here today, first of all. Um, I am a former educator. I actually taught science for about five years in Washington, D.C. I taught at the elementary level, so grades one through four. Um, And I wore a few different hats during my time in education, as, as many teachers often do. I actually started as a resident teacher, you know, like learning how to how to do the real thing and shadowing others. Um, And that was with first grade. And then I went on to teach science for the rest of the elementary grades. I also helped to develop some science curriculum um, and led our school science club, as well as like our, we had a YouTube channel and a, a whole bunch of things. And that was one of my favorite roles for me because it fostered like a real um, love and excitement for community engagement um, mm-hmm. and creating educational programming. And so I've been so fortunate to transition into my role at Donors Choose, where I am the community engagement lead, um, piloting, building and managing initiatives, um, building community amongst our teachers and donors. So it's it's a huge win. Um get to do what I love. So yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Like your background. It's perfect for this podcast because because we have we even have some science teachers who listen in the elementary space. So similar roles as you. A lot of STEM teachers in elementary and even a lot of classroom teachers who are interested in implementing STEM. So I'm really excited to talk with you. And um hey. I yeah, this is like perfect how this all works <laughs> out. Um, because you're like the perfect audience. <laughs> like you're like like our audience with your background. I've lived it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you know how it goes. Um, so with that in mind, um, so you're from you work at Donors Choose. Yes. And for people who haven't heard of Donors Choose, what is it and how does it actually work? Because I've used it and I love it and it's super <laughs> user friendly. Um, but for teachers who haven't, what is the whole point of it? Absolutely. So Donors Choose is really the leading way 
to give to public schools. About four out of five public schools across the U.S. have a teacher who have posted a project on Donors Choose. We, what we do is make it easy for any public school teacher in need to request the materials and tools they need in order to really transform um, their students' learning experience and have a great education and um, we've been around since the year 2000, and our donors and partners have contributed about $1.4 billion to support oh, wow. 2.5 million teacher requests. And so um, it's been a huge help for many teachers. And what they do is they use our platform to request classroom resources um, and donors who feel inspired to want to give to certain projects or support a certain resource type are able to um, search the site and directly support that teacher. Each request is vetted by our donor shoes team and we ship the funded materials directly to the teacher school. It is such an awesome resource and I used it. I heard about it when I was student teaching. So at the time of this recording, what? I don't know, 13, 14 years ago. Um, So I heard about it then. And then I know for even just my experience, like checking in and like putting a request, it's really improved and really grown. And I know like the, the materials that you can request, especially when it comes to STEM, there are so many different partnerships that you guys have when it comes to materials. And I love how you do all the work when it comes to like ordering and then delivering yeah. it to us. And there's some really cool um, ideas out there. And it's literally a template, right? Like you just put in what you want. Definitely. So teachers, they're able to request the exact amount of um, the amount of materials, the exact materials that they want. We partner with certain vendors um, in order to get the materials that they need. And once they select the materials, they also like describe the need for the materials in the form of a short essay. And yeah, the the process pretty much takes them straight through once once their request is screened and and their project is live and other donors and even like their family or friends, whoever um, would like to can give. We also provide teachers with templates, email templates, um, graphics for like social media or, or just to share within their network so that their community knows about um, what they're fundraising for. Oh, yeah. It's so I, I love that because I think as a teacher, it can and you probably have this experience. It can be overwhelming thinking, how am I going to write a grant? What do I even say? What do they want? Where do I even go to do a grant? Which there are opportunities out there. So I love how it's super user-friendly and the templates are really nice because we're busy teachers. <laughs> like, Definitely. We, we don't know what to do. So. <laughs> um, it's super like streamlined. And when it comes to projects, have you seen any certain ones that have been great when it comes to STEM or things that have gotten funded? Over the years? Yes. Um, one, for example, we have a teacher, Mrs. Dixon at Woodmore Elementary School. She hosted a STEMtastic family fun night, and she was able to request materials for various stations, such as DNA extra- extractions. They were able to extract <laughs> uh, DNA from the strawberries, um, kaleidoscope making, slime creation, building circuits, balloon race cars. um, And that was just for one project to support 200 students. We have, um, for another example, Mrs. Coates at Rustic Lane Elementary School requested programmable handheld game consoles that her students could use um, with Microsoft Make Code. And her her students were able to, to really like take advantage of that video game technology and be the active creators of it. Um, and it can go from 
the small things like Lego blocks and magnet tiles to, to big things like maker spaces and, um, you know, helping all of the hands-on activities that our STEM teachers love to do and get their students involved in. I love that. But I would never have thought for writing a grant when it comes to community engagement, when it comes to a family night. That is mm-hmm. a really creative and great idea when you're thinking maybe you are a teacher who actually has what they need in their classroom, which you probably don't, but maybe you yeah. have a pretty well-stocked room. So that's a really cool way to utilize donors choose to have some just more unique projects when families are coming in. I love that idea. Absolutely. And what we've seen on our site is that our teachers, they really think outside of the box to get these materials ready for their students. And um, even if, like you said, even if their classrooms are well stocked, then they're thinking more out of the box on how to like create these engaging, diverse learning experiences um, with new products that they may not have had a chance to do or have had access to before. Oh, absolutely. And I love even that video game when you're talking about, um, I was talking to another STEM teacher, we were talking about just grant writing in general. And she's in a similar role like me, we've had our classes for about five years. And when you first get started, you probably saw this too, when you were teaching science, when you first start the kids, like you kind of can do the same thing with a lot of the kids because they might not Mm -hmm. have used a tool before, but then as you get going over the years, they need more of a challenge and you might have to be getting materials that are just at a higher level or just different, or it needs updates because the kids skill levels haven't increased, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So that's a really great way to extend like differentiation opportunities too. Absolutely. And what we see is that many teachers write that into their stories when they're requesting items so that potential donors can can see like exactly how they're supporting their students by providing those differentiated learning materials. And it's it's like a win win for for everyone. Oh, that's a really good idea when it comes. Yeah, I never thought about that either. See, I'm so glad that you're here because (laughs) you see a lot of these projects come through. (laughs) Um, So when it comes to those projects, um, when writing a grant, so you guys have the templates, you have examples, but do you have some recommendation when it comes to ensuring that a project will get funded and just the way you should word things and be very specific? What are some things that teachers should keep in mind? Absolutely. We found that while it is easy to to post a donor shoes project, it we like to provide teachers with the best tools of success that they can have so that as soon as a donor sees their project, they feel moved to support. And we really recommend four things. One is to be specific. The more specific you can um, detail your request, the clearer it is to that donor what it is you're looking for to to really enrich your students' learning. Second, we ask that you tell a story. Put us into your classroom. Describe why and how the project will help your class and how it will feel for your students to experience these resources, maybe even what it may look like in your classroom. Um, thirdly, we ask that let your students shine. <laughs> they <laughs> are the, the the beneficiaries of these materials. And so when writing about your students and your donor shoes project, really focus on their interests, strengths, and dreams, not just their struggles. Um, ask yourself if your students and their parents will feel proud of, of themselves after reading your donor shoes project. Mm-hmm. And lastly, be strategic with your project. Smaller requests are more likely to get funded quickly. We like to say that within the range of 
anything, um, projects under $200 have a 90% chance of being funded quickly, while projects over $1,000 are funded only about 43% of the time. So as a teacher, you can just ask yourself, are there some ways I can lower the cost of my projects or maybe like break a project up Mm. into two or three different projects so that um, when donors look at it, they are more more pulled to maybe even like finish the project off Mm. and you know, cover the whole bid or, um, you know, just breaking it down and making it smaller. That's really good advice. Just seeing those trends on there, because I think a lot of us, when we're writing a grant or new materials, like I need a thousand dollars right off the bat. And then you put like <laughs> all the things like Lego bricks, magnet tiles, glue, crayons, mm. like, so that's really smart. Just breaking it apart and making it more tangible. Definitely. And we see teachers being really creative with that. Just for example, back to the the examples of the STEM project, their teachers are able to like title their project. And if I'm a donor and I'm seeing something like a STEMtastic family fun night, I'm like, ooh, what is that? You know, so teachers really also really think out of the box on on the titles and how to um, really off the bat engage donors and get them interested in their stories. Oh, totally. Do you feel like with STEM projects in particular, with the outside donors, do STEM projects, do you feel like get funded faster or does it not really matter from what you've seen? I haven't really noticed any difference um, specifically for, um, say, STEM versus any other subject. I think it may go down to, again, like the size of the project, as well as the storytelling bit and uh yeah, if a donor is more more able to to really like put themselves in that classroom and and really can can see the need for the materials, I think I think any project uh, with a great story engages donors all the same. That's really good story. There's so much impact in storytelling. We love stories mm-hmm. as humans, <laughs> and and I I also will say I think every donor is everyone who wants to give to a classroom in need is is so different. And so you may have um, former science teachers who really like ourselves, love science, have a passion for STEM, and they may seek out those projects. Donors do have the freedom mm-hmm. of selecting their resource type and a subject area. So um, we do see a lot of that as well. Oh, that's so cool. I actually donate myself. I actually look for um, STEM classrooms that I'll give oh, really? back to. Yeah, every <laughs> quarter I'll go look and find some STEM projects and use some of my business funds to help out other that's STEM awesome. teachers out there. <laughs> that is so hard. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you have the projects on there, is there a certain time frame that they have to get funded or And also, how long do projects typically get funded? I don't know if that's the same or different when it comes to donors' shoes. Sure. I think it can take anywhere from... I've seen projects funded in as little as a day, and teachers will come into the community and say, oh my gosh, I just... the this My project just got approved yesterday after, you know, being vetted by our team. And today is, you know, I got my rocket. That's our celebratory email we sent to them. Um, I would say anywhere from... As soon as the project goes live to two weeks, there's no um, specific time frame on um, that teachers or deadline that teachers have to get their project funded. Um, yeah, they can they can keep it up for as long as they need okay. to That's or cool. keep requesting the items for as mm. long as they need it. 
Does it change for summertime at all or when it comes to long winter breaks? Are there any parameters around that since we might not be around during the summer to get things delivered or how does that work? There is with our customer support team, we do, um, I believe there may be a, a slight pause in shipping certain mm-hmm. items, but that's not to also say the teachers can't order them. Uh, it just takes maybe like one extra step to coordinate oh. with the teacher and their school on getting those, making sure that those materials are delivered safely. Oh, okay. So they could just still write the project. It could still Absolutely. get funded. And then when the school year starts, the supplies can get delivered at that time. Absolutely. It's it's a year-round oh, cool. year operation when getting those uh, materials delivered to their classrooms. So that's good to know because I feel like it, sometimes I could just feel overwhelming. I don't, I want to write a grant. I just don't have the time right now. It's the end of the school year. So some teachers might sit down and write it out over the summer, get it approved, and then hopefully it gets funded and then they can get the supplies mm-hmm. like a month or so later, which that's good. Definitely. And what we've also seen is teachers are starting, may start now, like in March, thinking about the beginning of next year, and they may start writing projects so that so that they can already have those materials in their classroom when they open that door to, to the new yeah. school year. Um, some teachers are, our, I will say again, our teachers are very crafty. They're very strategic <laughs> um, when it comes to getting the materials they need for their students. So um yeah, they make sure that they have what they need. And we work, again, all year round to make sure that their items are delivered and in a timely manner to their schools. That's so good. And I, I can tell, I mean, they obviously hire teachers. You're a teacher. But um, you guys are very <laughs> teacher and student focused and just really trying to make the process easy because, like we said, it's hard to get materials and just knowing what to get, how to order it. Just where does the money, like all that stuff, it's just Mm -hmm. so nice how everything is laid out on there and just, it makes it like take so much stress away because I mean, it's funny because us as teachers, we don't usually go to college like, oh, I'm going to learn how to write grants. Like that's not (laughs) something that (laughs) you really know how to do. It's not something you ever thought you would have to do, especially with STEM materials it can get expensive. And if when you teach mm-hmm. all the kids, it's a lot of materials. Like what I need for kindergarten is so different than what I need in fifth grade. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely do serve like elementary, middle, high school. We want it to be a space where no matter the age or grade levels, teachers can, you know, request whatever materials that they need. And again, like you said, we really try to take the work out of it for them. Um, so that um, they're not spending hours writing up a project and they can focus on more so telling their story and telling the story of how amazing or how transformed their classroom is about to be with these projects. I will say one example is, and I just love, we've been having like a lot of science, a lot of STEM um, examples that we come through in our teacher Facebook community. Um, One teacher um, just shared how she's doing a unit on animals and uh, on animals and they are hatching chickens. Oh, (laughs) And she showed she shared the pictures of the the students in her classroom, you know, playing with the, 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 the newly hatched chickens. We could see them like taking notes in their science journals. So we, yeah, we wanted to get to that with, with the teachers. We want to be able to celebrate their rockets and make um, the heavy lifting of the grant writing um, not as time extensive. I love that. That's a great grant. I've did uh, chickens when I taught third grade and 
That is a great project. If you're allowed to have animals in your building, I didn't know it was a thing. (laughs) Yeah. It is so, and they're so cute and soft. They're like the softest little things. Oh my gosh. Now I need to experience this at least once. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. And um, I this is pretty naive of me, but I guess the reason why there's different colored eggs, it's different breeds of chickens. And so when they're born, oh. yeah, right? It's not like healthier. <laughs> it's just a different breed. <laughs> so when they're like born, they hatch out and then they try to give you different colors of different breeds of chickens. So they hatch in their different colors and it's so cute. <laughs> OMG. Uh, okay. I need to do a YouTube bath. Yes. They're so cute. <laughs> they're cute as little things. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great project though. Um, so when it comes to anything else, is there anything that I'm missing that, um, or any other things you want to tell teachers when it comes to um, donors shoes or anything else that I didn't get to? Absolutely. We are gearing up for our Teacher Appreciation Week. It's always a huge thing at Donor Shoes, um, which this year it falls between May 8th to the 12th. It's one of the biggest times of the school year for donations to school projects. We're hoping to help teachers fund up to $10 million on Donor Shoes projects that week. Right. Huge goal, but I know we're going to get it done. And teachers can sign up for a Donor Shoes account, join the community, and follow us on social media to get the latest about funding opportunities during Teacher Appreciation Week. And just to give some more insight on our teacher Facebook community, um, we do have a, it's called Donor Shoes Teachers Community. And we have about 30,000 teachers who are in the community. They share tons of tips for project funding and project creation. And they share important updates like the chicken hatching and (laughs) like the family fun nights and just the awesome activities and projects that they do with their classroom. We get to see the materials that they got funded through Donut Shoes in real life. And um, it's an amazing community. Oh, I love that. I'm going to link all of this in the show notes and this will definitely be playing um, before teacher appreciation. So that's Mm -hmm. really good to hear. And that's just really cool how you guys are just trying, even outside the grants, just building a community and giving that inspiration and just seeing, um, that's the whole thing we love about teaching is like, what is the outcome of this and the story and how is this impacting our students and um, that's really cool that you guys get to play a role with that and really make like just really powerful experiences happen and um, just really cool yeah. activities. Yes. And one more thing. Um, yeah. For summer, we always encourage teachers, again, like I said before, to get a head start for the next school year. Most of our donor shoes teachers will start posting the resources they need for the 20, 2023 to 24 school year as early as June or July. Mm-hmm. So we recommend that as the year starts coming to a close, start thinking about some of those projects ahead um, of mind before the school year closes out, just as a, a friendly reminder. Oh, no, that's perfect. We need all those reminders. <laughs> we, we do. We do. <laughs> no, I love that. Well, I appreciate you so much and all of your knowledge and just explaining the background of that, of Donors Choose and how your um, you and your team help support us in the classroom and just making it just sound very easy. And it is like based on experience. It's very easy to do. Yay, um, love that you have that experience. Yes, it's very easy. And just... Um, it's actually kind of fun too. And 
Um, just a great way to get started, especially if you've never written a grant or even if you have, mm-hmm. just getting better at that writing piece and yeah. um, telling that story. And again, of course, getting those awesome projects in your classroom. So thank you so much for your time today. Definitely. Thank you for having me. <laughs> awesome. Well, we will post everything and I'm sure you're going to see a lot more projects coming your way, more STEM projects yes. soon. Bring them on. Bring them on. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again, Brittany. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Elementary STEM Coach Podcast. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Naomi Meredith underscore or send me an email to elementary STEM Coach Podcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure to check out my website, NaomiMeredith.com, to see all the show notes from today's episode and shop my K-5 STEM resources. Any questions you have, needs for resources, or ideas for episodes, get in touch. I'll talk to you soon.